the college basketball experience, American athletic conference preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Gotta do that. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Yes, Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more at Prediction Strike. We're also brought to you by SGPN. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So download that app for free today. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college basketball experience, American Athletic Conference preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Don D. Double the price. No one touches Dundee, and that's why we're here on the college basketball experience as we go conference by conference, previewing the whole landscape of college basketball before the season tips on Tuesday, November 2nd. Man, uh, and the AAC, which obviously it's been a crazy couple months. Since the season ended, since we saw the likes of the Houston Cougars in the final four, Kelvin Sampson doing a great job down in Houston. But now you have obviously uh, the big news UCF, Houston, um, and Cincinnati will be departing the AAC in the coming months. And, uh, but they're still in the AAC, the AAC, the AAC this year. And that should make for a fun season because you have the Memphis Tigers. You have, uh, to me, Memphis, Houston, UCF, um, SMU, uh, Wichita state and potentially Cincinnati all going to be around that tournament uh, area here. We'll get to more of that in a bit as we go team by team and we're going alphabetically. So uh, we will start off with the Cincinnati bear. I actually think the Cincinnati Bearcats are one of the most uh, unknown teams. I would say like, I'm really excited to watch Cincinnati this year because of the unknown. Um, obviously John Brandon fired uh, in the off season that, or yeah, back shit. That might've been in March still. Um, fired by John Cunningham, the AD, the AD there. And, and really they go out and hire Wes Miller, who I think everyone was high on coming in from UNC Greensboro. And he brings in a slew of his players from UNC Greensboro, Hayden Koval, uh, AJ McGinnis and Jarrett Hensley, which will probably all be bench players this year. But he was also active in the transfer portal, grabbing Odie Aguama. If I'm pronouncing that correct from, from wake Forest, who I think could be a key reserve key player this year. And also John Newman uh, related to Johnny Newman, the former Charlotte Hornet. Um, he tra- grad transfers out from Clemson, Abdul Ado, 
from Mississippi State comes in. So all of those transfers pretty key. And I think he was able to retain it. originally when they announced Brandon was done. Seemed like the whole team was transferring, but seemed like West West Miller there was able to talk into a, a returning a couple key pieces. Jeremiah Davenport, David DeJulius, Micah Adams, Woods, all coming back. Those are huge, huge returning players. And remember, Cincinnati was incredibly young last year. Mason Madsen, I think a serviceable player on the bench that uh, could get key minutes this year. Mike Saunders. Um, anyone remember old Mike Saunders, a small forward for the Pacers and the Cavs back in the eighties? Huh? No, no idea on a relation there, but Mike Saunders, uh, this was a young team uh, last year. There was a lot of talent coming in that uh, hadn't gotten reps or barely got reps. So I, I thought had it even been John Brandon's bunch, I was kind of high on them this year, but then Wes Miller comes in and he brings in a slew of transfers. Now some, some players did transfer out. They lost uh, Tari Eason, Zach Harvey, Chris Vaught, uh, Keith Williams graduated. Um, so, so there is that, but I, I think they're actually one of the more unknown teams of like, Hey, they could really surprise in the AAC this year. Sure. They could, I mean, year one, maybe they could just be average and miss the, and end up in the NIT or something or the CIT. But I, I think this is a team that we all should uh, kind of circle as one of those ones that could have a really high ceiling. Could I, I think you read publications on the preseason rankings and say, ah, you know, they're further back on Cincinnati than, than, than I could be. I can, I can see both cases. It's a brand new coach, and, but uh, it's a coaching upgrade. I would believe. Then you look at the talent that returned that he was able to keep there in Cincinnati and then uh, brought in some veterans that I think could really help this team. I think they're a team to watch and I'm excited. I would say by far out of all the teams in the AAC, they're the one you circle for the unknown. Hard to get a read on them, but really I I think that might be the most exciting team to watch based off of, off of just all all those elements coming together. Um, We're going to touch more uh, on some exciting teams. Obviously there's the elephant in the room, the Memphis tigers, which we will get to shortly. But now we got to go all the way down to uh, to my to my boys, uh, and and obviously just a tough tough uh, off season. I'm referring to the East Carolina Pirates and uh, and Joe Dooley's bunch. Big year for Dooley. I feel like they were getting better, but man, did it hurt when Jaden Gardner transferred to UVA. They also lost Batumba Baruti from transfer. And then Tyree Jackson graduated. Oh man. It's hard. It's hard to really, this is, they they have six freshmen coming in. They're inexperienced. They did bring in Winston tabs from Boston college, who I liked at BC. They brought in Vance Jackson from Arkansas and Alonzo Frank from South Carolina as transfers. However, uh, the tabs edition kind of, kind of will fit in where, where Gardner left off perhaps, but uh, Tristan Newton's back and Tremont uh, Robinson white back. I like those pieces. I like JJ miles and Brandon Suggs, but the depth is going to be a question. And also the, the, the front court can Vance Jackson from Arkansas and Alonzo Frank from South Carolina be the guys that they need to be. I think it's going to be another tough season. I, I'm curious if we can be better than last year. That's all I'm asking for, for Joe Dooley's bunch is can they be better than last year? And I think they got their work cut out for them because of the inexperienced. Remember this is a team that started seven and one last year. I really, if they had just brought back Gardner, I was feeling pretty damn good about, you know, the, but obviously he's now starting at Virginia with Tony Bennett. And uh, it's, it's tough to, to forecast uh, the pirates having a great, a great year, you know, uh, Dooley's just what 10 and 38 in the AAC in his first three years. I think he deserves five. I know you could say, Oh, if they, if they, if they don't do great this year, then maybe he should, he should be fired. I, I think he deserves five because I thought the team was getting better, but losing Gardner was huge absolutely huge. So I, I think the pirates will probably be, uh, if I had to bet, I would say regress a, a little bit, but 
that there's some transfers there that I don't know how good they could be in the A, in the AC. A- that is, and can Tabs essentially do what Gardner was doing? We'll see. Um, I think uh, they're going to be battling for the basement. Unfortunately, in the AAC, I think the them. Ron Hunter's bunch at South uh, at Tulane, Brian Gregory's bunch at South Florida. And I like those coaches. I think those guys uh, have their work cut out for them. Maybe, maybe you make a case saying, okay, well, it, perhaps Frank Haith and Tulsa, could we be on that level? I don't know. Tulsa returns a bunch. I think they're in a better spot right now. So unfortunately I think it's going to be another tough season in Greenville. But uh, we'll see how it shakes out. You know, co- the transfer portal was such a big deal in college basketball. It it's hard to forecast some of these transfers coming in, especially when you see a team five six transfers coming in. Um, so uh, yeah, I know ECU is not that team. They have six freshmen mixed in with you know three or four transfers. So it is hard to get a gauge on that. But we will see. I think the Pirates are in for a tough year. If we could just be better than last year, that's all I'm asking. A couple upset wins. All I am asking for, is it too much to ask for? Who knows? We will find out as the season tips, but uh, folks, I want to tell you the college basketball experience. AAC preview is brought to you by WinBet. ready to win money and boost your odds. Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players of sports from the NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. And WinBet has some awesome brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win a hundred dollar win a hundred dollars on any sport. I mean, fuck, if that's not a great deal, I don't know what is. Plus you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on win bet. If you make a first deposit of $20 or more, whatever your first wager is, win bet will match it 200%. So say you throw down a hundred bucks, you'll get a $200 free bet. Max wager on that is 750, meaning $1,500 as a match. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at win bet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. All right. Now we're getting to it. Um, uh, Cincinnati, team to watch, ECU got their work cut out for them. Maybe a mystery team trying to remain optimistic about my boys in Greenville. However, this next team, the Houston Cougars fresh off a final four trip and uh, their first final four since 1984, 1984. But Kelvin Sampson, when we were winning conference titles and going to the final four, we were making a statement. Making a statement is Kelvin Sampson. Uh, and look, they lose Quentin Grimes to the NBA. They lose Justin Gorham. They lose uh Brish and Gresham. Uh, and obviously Jeru, uh, who was their, their top defender in the AAC last year. Those are big hits. Those are big hits from a team that uh, was, was pretty loaded last year. Now they do return Marcus Sasser and he kind of, I felt like got better and better during the NCAA tournament. They do return Fabian white as a fifth year senior. Uh, Tremont Mark is back. And I think that is big. I think he's going to have a much bigger year getting more minutes. Um, and then the, the, I mean, Reggie Cheney, I think Reggie Cheney's a guy that's got, he only averaged 4.6 points a game. He's been waiting his turn on the bench there. He's going to rise up. I think a little bit there cause he's been battling for minutes over the years. So, uh, getting them. And then uh, maybe Juwan Roberts on the bench, getting some burn or Jamal Sheed uh, or Jamal shed. Did I, did I say Sheed shed? And, uh, but I think the big ones here circle Kyler Edwards, because that one from Texas tech, where he averaged 10 points a game, 
five boards, three assists, 1.1 steals and a half a block. He's a complete player. Him and Sasser and Tremont Mark in the backcourt, man. And the big one to circle, the underrated one is Taze Moore because he's essentially exactly what they lost in Giroux. He's very similar. He's a, a grad transfer from Cal State Bakersfield, where he averaged 12 and a half points, four boards, three assists, 1.3 steals, and almost a, a, a full block. Um, that one was huge. That was, I, I think that's the one you circle between Kyler Edwards, between Taze Moore, and keep an eye on Josh Carlton, the UConn transfer. 6'11, only got four points, but fifth year senior, 4.4 boards a, a season ago. I think all three of these transfers will pay off. Now they also have a couple big freshmen coming in. Um, three, three big freshmen. Could that pay off? Um, I, who knows, but I think you're looking, I think a lot of people thought, well, maybe they re- will, will regress, which you could make that case and say, man, they lost a lot of key pieces. I think they might stay on par. Now, obviously does that mean final four? No, I, I mean, this is a team that still almost lost to Rutgers, but um, in the NCAA tournament, but I do think this team is right on par with what they were last year. And I think they're going to compete for an AAC championship. Um, I, I would probably have them right now at the two spot, despite them winning it last year. Maybe you keep them at the one spot. I don't know. It depends on, on another team right up the road. Uh, well, a couple, I guess SMU's right up the road. I think SMU is going to be decent. But I also think there's a few other teams in the AAC, uh, mainly Memphis, that we will talk about in a second here. But and the real thing is how great the Houston Cougars played defense last year. Yeah, I mean that's really their mo. How great they played defense, and will they be able to do that again uh, uh, at such a high level? Um, because I like the offense, I, and I think the defense will. I really do. And I, I can't wait to watch. I think they get Virginia early in the year. That that's, that should be a fun one. I think they kick off the season with Hofstra. Who's a decent mid major speedy Claxton coach in there. I, I think Houston will be similar to last year. And that, that might not mean final four, but I think give me them as a sweet 16 team. Give me them as a team that uh, is going to be a tough out every, uh, every time you play them. And uh, it wouldn't shock me would not shock me if they ended up in the elite eight or final four. Do I, would I bet on that? No, I would not, but it wouldn't shock me because I think this team is, is really strong still. So Houston Cougars, they're a top 25 team guys. Um, keep an eye on them because it, it really matters. Those transfers as, as almost every team we could say that for now, but I think Houston will be right there at the end in the AAC championship squaring off against this next team, the Memphis Tigers. And anyone that saw Memphis last year that paid attention, they're very lucky. COVID was a thing because Memphis was a tournament caliber team. They won the NIT by the way, if you didn't know that. And the problem was, is they got hit by COVID. The, uh, they were out for like a month, came back for a game, got hit again. And based on talent, that was a team. And Kelvin Sampson said this in the offseason. He said, this is a team that was better than most of the teams we played in the tournament. And I believe that from a talent standpoint, they were fantastic. And, and I get it. They had transfers leave, but I, I think this is a team we really need to watch out for. No, first off, number one recruiting recruiting class in the nation, getting Imani Bates, Jalen Duran, um, Josh Minot. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, just a slew Jonathan Lawson. They have both Lawson brothers. Now Sam O'Neu, John Camden. I mean, you can go on and on and on about the, the new faces there in Memphis, but uh, I really think this is the year. Another thing is Penny Hardaway goes out, hires Larry Brown. I know he's like 85 years old, but it's Larry Brown. I mean, there's not much more legendary coaches than Larry Brown. He also hired Rashid Wallace be on that bench. And if there's one program that's going to do, do well with this NIL stuff, perhaps it is the, uh, the Memphis tigers down there. I want a fucking car right fucking now. Yes. But look, they return. Yes. Musa Cisse transfers. 
DJ Jeffries transfers. Boogie Ellis transfers to USC, I believe, right? Damian Ball transfers. Don't hit the panic button because what they brought in, and then like I said, the freshman, Amani Bates, Jalen Duran, these guys are are absolute beasts. Um, but they also return Lester Quinones. This guy's a beast. Love his game. Landers Nolly, like his game as well. Uh, DeAndre Williams, who played great last year, he's back at the forward spot. Even uh, Earl Timberlake transfers in from Miami, and like I said, they have the Lawson brothers. They recruited Jonathan Lawson. Well, also Chandler Lawson, his brother from Oregon, transfers in. Tyler Harris comes in um, uh, from Iowa State, senior guard. Now I think that's still pending the NCAA letting him do that, but. Earl Timberlake, a huge addition from Miami. I, that guy's, I think a, a really good player that will ha- help this team tremendously, but they also have Alex Lomax back. They have Penny Hardaway's son, Jaden Hardaway, great defender. Um, this team is loaded guys. They're loaded and they could really be a problem. I think they're the team to beat them in, in, in the AAC. I really do. Um, their height I mean, come on, look at the starting the projected starting lineup. Six five, six seven, six nine, six nine, six ten. Now the knock on them over the years was the free throw shooting and the three point shooting. They've always been tall, right? I I think uh with some of the, the players that are gone that were bad free throw shooters and bad three point shooters, um, and some of the additions that came in, I think they're a better shooting team this year from the free throw line, and I also think they're gonna be a better shooting team from the outside. So uh, I mean, this team will be loaded. I think this is a potential uh, final four team, uh, elite eight team. If everyone stays healthy, this is a dangerous, dangerous team. It will matter how these freshmen, but Amani Bates, Jalen Duran, those guys are going to be, I mean, it, all of their whole class, even though on the bench, all those guys are just, it's a loaded recruiting class. Keep an eye out on the Memphis Tigers. It'll be cool to see them. I was just in Memphis a couple of days ago, stayed at the Peabody. Um, would be great to see uh, Penny Hardaway. And I liked uh, what he said. I think he turned down the Orlando magic job and said, no, I came to Memphis to do things. All right. So, uh, staying committed to his alma mater. That's pretty impressive. And I, I, I'm, I can't wait to watch some of these matchups. Memphis, Houston, where those games were wild last year. Remember that game winner? That was like a half court shot by Houston that banked in. I mean, that was the difference between Memphis making the tournament or not, believe it or not. So I do think uh, uh, this team is, is really good. And I think they were, uh, if, if you had to, to, to put in the 64 best teams, there was no doubt about it. They were one of the 60 or 68. Um, but unfortunately COVID was, was pretty bad down there in Memphis last year. So keep an eye on the tigers. Can't wait to watch them. Um, both those teams, Houston and Memphis, absolutely loaded. It should just be great. Basketball should be great. Great, great basketball happening in the AAC. Next up, we are going to talk South Florida bowl basketball and it's, it's, it's getting to perhaps to the end of the line here, Brian Gregory, who I think is a good coach. I've always liked him as a coach. The, the, this South Florida team, a couple of years ago, I want to say it was two years ago or three, th- I think three years ago and two years ago was like a covering machine for me last year or, or those years last year, not the case. Um, and then it seems like, it seems like they really hit tough times, especially David college transfers, Alexis Yetna transfers, Michael Durr transfers, Justin Brown, Xavier Cast- Castaneda, uh, Rashawn Williams. Oh, these guys all transfer out heartbreaking. Um, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Cause I felt like they were close to turning a corner. It never happened. And now Ryan Gregory had to get aggressive with all those players transferring out. He had to go get transfers. Um, he, he goes and gets Javon green from George Mason averaged uh, just about 12 points a game, five boards there. Maybe that's a nice addition. He gets Jalen McQuarrie from uh, from South Carolina. He averaged five points a game in the SEC. He gets Sam Hines Jr. from Denver, a guy who averaged about eleven points a game down there at Denver with Chauncey Billups. His brother was coaching there. Uh, Jake Boggs from UNC Wilmington, another guy who averaged double digits. Can these guys be key? Gets a JUCO transfer, DJ Patrick. He gets Sorrell Smith Jr. from East Tennessee State. 
Maybe that could be uh, a player we, we, we circle Corey Walker jr. From Tennessee and uh, Bay, uh, Bayron Matos from New Mexico. <laughs> it's tough to forecast this team. I could tell you this though. He returns his point guard, Caleb Murphy. That's key. And they got a couple other guys. Jameer Chaplin's back. Uh, Russell Chua is back. The big man. Uh, and then he's got a couple freshmen coming in. <laughs> it's hard to forecast this team. I think East Carolina, South Florida right now battling for that last ball, but Brian Gregory can coach his ass off. So it wouldn't surprise me if they greatly overachieved. I like him as a coach. I hope they don't fire him because I think he's a good coach and I think he'll get things fixed. Give the guy more time. Um, but yeah, I think they're in for a tough year and unless it's hard to forecast. It's I, I bring up this on every episode, Oregon state last year, we're going through the pack 12 previewing them. And it was like 10 transfers. <laughs> it's like, I got no idea how this fucking team's going to look. They, they, they could be really good. And I think that's a case similar uh, for here. Uh, I mean, I'm f- banking on them not being very good because I thought losing that continuity that they had I mean, David Collins and all those other guys. I, I was a big fan of some of those guys a couple of years ago. I thought, man, he's building something down there in Tampa. Um, but um, we'll see. We'll see how, uh, how things go. I don't know. I mean, Caleb Murphy, by the way, former top hundred recruit at that point guard spot. He was just a freshman last year. Maybe he has a monster year and maybe the bulls are better than what we think they could be. I'm hoping I'm pulling for them, except for when they play East Carolina. But uh, I think they're going to be in the in the cellar. Gun to my head, I think they'll be in the cellar of uh, right around the the. the there's going to be a battle for last spot in the AAC between about three or four teams. We will talk more on that in a bit. But I want to tell you that the college basketball experience AAC preview is brought to you by America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. And that's prop swap. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and prop swap is your home for the best world series futures all season long. Prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and prop swap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on props up can be resold at any time. Your bet doesn't even need to win in order for you to make money. It just has to improve thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on props up every day. So get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Um, all right. Here's another one that was just devastated by COVID. And I'm talking about the SMU Mustangs, Larry Brown's old school. Now, Tim Jankovic is coach there. And you want to talk about a team that could really surprise. <laughs> if you're just going to blindly, they had everyone transfer out too. It, it's hard. It's hard for this. You look, uh, okay, Fran Hunt went pro. Tyson Jolly is gone. Ethan Chargas gone. Darius McNeil, Yorane. All them transfer out. I don't know what the hell to think of that, but they get Isaiah Jossi back, fifth year senior, using that extra year from COVID. That's key. They get Kendrick Davis back. This guy averaged 19 points a game, four and a half boards, 7.6 assists, 1.6 steal. This guy does it all. Getting him back, getting Jossi, fifth year senior, some experience, bringing back Emmanuel uh, Budamel probably butchering the pronunciation of that name because I fuck it up every time, but he's a guy who averaged 10.2 points a game a season ago. Great, great guy off the bench and Jamar young. But I think the real thing is this is a team. Yes. You're bringing in four or five freshmen, but man, they were active in the transfer portal. And if these guys pay off, watch out, watch out. Um, because Michael Weathers comes in from Texas Southern. This guy lit it up. They got the Weathers brothers here. Shout out to Carl Weathers, huh? Um, but Michael Weathers averaged 16 and a half points a game at Texas Southern. Now, obviously jumping up to the AAC, can he duplicate those numbers? Who knows? Five, five boards, three and a half assists, 2.1 steals per game and one block a game all over the court. He is a baller. 
We will see if he can do it uh, with Jankovic's bunch with the Mustangs down there in Dallas. But then they go out and get Zach Natal from uh, Sam Houston State, who averaged 19 points a game, 5.7 boards, one uh, two assists, one 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 steal per game. That guy's a baller. Then he goes out and gets Weathers, Michael Weathers' brother, Marcus Weathers from Duquesne, and I was impressed with why I watched a lot of Duquesne last year. 15.3 points per game, 7.5 boards. This dude's a baller. And then Tristan Clark comes in from Baylor, national champion. He averaged just four points a game last year, but the guy's skilled. And they go to Loyola, Chicago, and grab Franklin uh, uh, Agunane. Hey, I mean, I'm buying in on these. On these, can they all play together? Can they make that? Can they gel together that fast? Is the question. They're starting five seniors. I mean, they're a senior-ridden team with a bunch of freshmen on the bench. This could be a team you circle. I'm serious. This could really be a team. Uh, look, I, I think I got the odds. I got to pull them up right now. But uh, it, this is one of those. This is Oregon State, essentially. This is exactly what I was referring to when when talking about Oregon State uh, uh, last year. It's hard to get a gauge on knowing the you know will these team will they mesh together fight? We've never seen them play together like this. So perhaps that I mean that's the unknown a little bit there, but hey, I'm buying in. I'm buying in on like the the talent that is coming into into this team a hundred percent. I am buying in. And if you look at the odds, by the way, Houston plus two forty to win the AAC. I think that's solid. They have a shot Memphis plus two forty. I, I, I like Memphis's chances better than Houston slightly SMU's plus eight fifty. Hey, why not? Obviously ECU plus 12,000 South Florida plus 12,000 or 12. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> Um, but I think this SMU plus eight fifty plays not not crazy to play that. Yes, there's unknowns there, but man, I kind of like that starting five. Keep an eye on the Mustangs. Um, moving along, let's let's uh, let's let's check out. Let's switch. Let's turn the tide. It's easy to see a tide turn. Let's talk about a team that I think I saw. I think John Rothstein tweet this out. I think I think it was John Rothstein. Um, when is Temple going to show up? When is T- is Temple going to invest in their athletics? Uh, because it's a big year for Aaron McKee, and they were not very good last year. They had moments, I think, where they looked all right, but. Temple, by the way, plus thirty five hundred to win the AAC. And yes, Damian Dunn is back, the redshirt sophomore, who averaged thirteen point five points per game. And Khalif Battles back, fifteen points a game, six boards. Those two are key. They also have Rod Strickland's son, Ty Strickland, on that bench. He's back. They added. Uh, they they didn't they didn't do a lot in the transfer portal. Going to trust some of the veterans. Jake Forrester back, the big man, nine point three points a game, six boards. Jeremiah Williams at the point. Um. They get a Wake Forest transfer. Emmanuel Okpomo didn't do much at Wake, but he's six ten. Maybe he can be a key contributor here in in Philly. But I think the big transfer is Sage Tolbert from Southeast Missouri. That's the one I think we got to keep an eye on. He averaged 10 points a game, seven boards there. Could that be a guy that's key for the Owls to succeed? I mean, and which Owl team we're going to see? I know COVID played an issue with them last year too, but I can tell you this. They're kind of undersized in the AAC so far. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because I guess their guards are big, but their bigs against like Memphis or something, they're going to get eaten up. But uh, with Jordan Forrester, Nick Jordan's going to have need, needs a big year. They need someone to emerge on that front court. Forrester seems to be the guy, but can the owls do it? It's a big year. It's a big year for Aaron McKee. They got to do it. They got to do it. I mean, just to give you an idea though, last year, temple didn't play a game until December 19th because of COVID. 
That's that's uh, and Aaron McKee, by the way, just 10 and 22 as a head coach in the AAC. I mean, Fran Dumfrey was, was doing great things before he retired, kept them, you know, relevant. Now we're going to get to see how, how they do. Uh, I mean, this is a pivotal year, year three. I'd say they give him obviously Aaron McKean went to temple. So we'll probably give him a fourth year. I would think, but it's a big year to see some type of improvement. And really, when you look at it, I do, I think they're better in South Florida, East Carolina. Sure. But not that much better. I don't think this is a tournament team. I'm rooting for him, but uh, it's probably an NIT team. If even maybe nothing best case scenario, NIT, maybe we will see. I know COVID played such an issue with this team last year too. Maybe I'm underestimating them. Maybe I'm underestimating Aaron McKee. So we'll see as, as things uh, start to heat up in Philadelphia with the temple owls. Um, next up, we will talk Tulane green wave Ron Hunter's bunch. And I, this is a, I'm a big Ron Hunter fan back when he was at Georgia state. And I'm curious because you saw if you followed the green wave basketball, they're getting better. They're getting better. Now the question is, is what is getting better? Obviously losing a uh, Gabe Watson and, and Jordan Walker were pretty, pretty big loss, pretty substantial losses a season ago, but a hunter's done a much better job than Mike Dunleavy had done here. And he went out and got Jalen cook from LSU. He got Devon Baker from UNC Asheville. You got Scott Spencer reserve, uh, p- probably uh, from LaSalle, Braley Albert from Vanderbilt, and, and Quentin Scott from Texas State. Now, will that make up for um, those those huge losses of Gabe Watson and, and Jordan Walker? Remains to be seen, but um, they do return Jalen Forbes. This guy was a beast last year for them 16.4 points a game, five boards. Him and Devon Baker together could be a nice little thing they got going. And also if Jalen cook pans out for what we think he could be. Um, and by the way, like proof that Ron Hunter had this team getting better and better. That was their highest they've ever been since, or since 2007, the highest they've been in Ken Palm's rankings. He's got them on the right track. Can they put it all together? Can they put it all together? Um, can some of those youngsters like Sion James uh, step up? They're a little undersized as well. So uh, the front court, is it Sion James? Is it uh, the likes of noble days? C- Kevin cross I wonder what they'll do on the front court there, but what is improvement here? What, what should a, a two lane basketball fan be happy with here? I'd say just improve on, on what you have been continuing doing every year. I still think you're far away from the NCAA tournament, unfortunately, but keep trusting Ron Hunter. I think he's building the culture there. And finally, like I said, the best they've been since 2007. Can they continue that? They don't have a ton of returning, uh, like players that you look back at last year and say, Oh, they lit it up. But they were young. They have a lot of youth on the, the. They have a lot of players returning that were young. We just haven't seen them really, you know, blossom yet. But maybe this is the year. I think Jalen Forbes is a beast. I think the Devon Baker transfer is good, and Jalen Cook is the one from LSU that we should watch. LSU, we know they were dropping bags, so they they probably paid him to come down there uh, to LSU. And there was a slew of guards, so he transfers out to Tul- to uh, Tulane, and and now they might have something going. I think the front court though is the real concern. Circle that, uh, James Days Cross, uh, maybe some of these other transfers. Uh, Quentin Scott from Texas State, maybe he contributes some. Uh, maybe Jankovic, six ten junior, could he uh, have a good season? Perhaps we shall see, but. Uh, the green wave, I think will still be in the cellar ish area. I think they're probably the, one of the better teams in the cellar out of the, the four or five teams I mentioned, but uh, we will see Ron Hunter doing the right thing. Give him the time to do this thing. Um, 
I want to tell you guys that the college basketball experience, a a C season preview is brought to you by prediction strike. Do you wish you could have had stock and a guy like Patrick Mahomes or say Christian McCaffrey? Well, now prediction strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction strike is the only performance-based stock uh, sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Yes. It's like Robin and DraftKings had a baby prediction strike. lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use the code SGPN, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite athletes, just like you would with real stocks. And the value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand. You can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't playing in a current game. Like I said, sign up with the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share on your first deposit of $20 or more. And while you're downloading apps, go ahead and get us. Yes. The SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. You'll get all of our me NC Nick Patty C been handicapping every single division one college basketball and college football game for the past four and a half years. We've never had a losing season. You'll get all that for free. You get all of our articles all of our podcast guest appearances. We've had Steve Lavin on the show talking college ball. We've had, I mean, just a slew of, I mean, Bill Burr's on talking March madness. Most times you'll get all of that with the SGPN app. All right. And the app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Let's we're, we're in the thick of this. We're in the thick of this. Now let's talk a little Tulsa golden hurricane basketball. You remember, uh, if you remember the, the COVID, the COVID, uh, took out March madness and it's probably unfortunate for Frank Haith because Tulsa looked like a team that was going to find their way into the field of 68. Now, last year, that was not the case. They had a tough year. Uh, they were below 500 in the league. So could this year now they're starting, they're penciling in here, five upperclassmen as starters. They're once again, the transfer portal played a big deal here. Elijah Joyner transferred Austin Ritchie transferred uh, Brandon Rochelle's gone. Um, those are key losses. They're bringing in a couple Juco's Tim Dolger, Nikita Konstantinovsky. <laughs> um, but I think the big transfer uh, dry a horn. This is a guy at Colorado last year, averaged 11 points a game, six boards. And he was at Tulsa two years ago. So he goes to Colorado, comes back to home. The Tulsa must've had a girlfriend there or something. Cause I don't understand it, but he's back. Um, and then they go out and get Sam Griffin from UT Arlington, who was pretty damn good in the Sun Belt. Uh He averaged 13.3 points a game. That's a key transfer in. He also grabs uh Ladavius drain from Southern miss. Southern miss wasn't very good, but he got about nine points a game there. Those transfers are big. They also return uh, some some key players. I'm I'm thinking the backcourt of Darian Jackson and Keyshawn Emberly Simpson could be pretty good. A little undersized for going up against some of these bigs at, at Memphis. They're not undersized in general, but when you look at uh, some of these these uh, front courts in the AAC, the AAC, perhaps they could be. But uh, also return Ray Adu at the big man spot. All those guys were solid contributors a season ago. Curtis Haywood the second as well, but they weren't big contributors. I'd say Darian Jackson was probably the biggest contributor. Uh, so with Jariah Horn coming back, maybe maybe they got something going. They also got a couple freshmen: Anthony Pritchard, Sterling, Gaston Chapman. Can some of these freshmen pay off for Frank Haith's bunch? I think they're still to the back of the AAC. But uh, we will see. We will certainly see. I still think they're they're kind of one of the bottom five or six teams. Um, but yeah. Uh, next up, uh, this is a team that I am really kind of high on to be a player, and I think they're going to go dancing for the first time since they got robbed against Duke. I thought they got robbed against Duke a couple years ago. Was that 2019? I'm talking about the UCF Golden Flashes. Golden flashes, golden knights. You know what I mean? Very golden knights. Um, 
This is one. Look, they lose Colin trans or Colin Smith transfers out. He didn't even play last year. But I tell you what was big was Darius Perry coming back for that extra year because you mix Darius Perry with Darren Green and Brandon Mahan, and you have a great, great three guard lineup there. And then they also have C.J. Walker, and they're bringing in uh, DeYoung from UNLV. If you watch UNLV, this guy was a key player. If he could stay healthy, he was a a a big man that was was pretty damn good. Nine points a game, seven point four boards, one point two steals, one block. Very athletic. I think their starting five is really good. They got Isaiah Adams uh, also in the mix. They got Dre Fuller, Jameel Reynolds, Tony Johnson. I am bullish on the Golden Knights, the very Golden Knights. Um, even Sean Mobley back, fifth year senior. So watch out for Johnny Dawkins bunch. I think they are a threat. I think they could be sneakily good in the AAC this year. And I think plus 700, I know I touched on SMU. SMU had more question marks because all those transfers coming in, can they play together? Can they gel together? I like what I see from SMU, but a plus 700 with UCF. Wow. Not a bad play. Not a bad play. Can't wait to watch the AAC this year. It's actually a really good basketball conference this year. Um, so Vegas has them as the fourth favorite to win the conference. I think there's value in that plus 700. Keep an eye out on UCF. Um, I, 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 yeah, I would say sprinkle a little bit on UCF, sprinkle some on Cincinnati and perhaps, uh, you know, the final team to talk about in the AAC, it's only a basketball member is the Wichita state shockers is the team that made the NCAA tournament a season ago, Wichita state. We know they got a great program and they, they overachieved because they had the Greg Marshall thing happen right as uh, a couple of weeks before the season. I feel like that was a, a great, great job to get the shockers to the tournament. Now they did. They did. They were up big against Drake ended up losing in that, in that game um, blew a, blew a big lead, but Wichita state, we know they have a rich history. Go back to the days of Xavier McDaniel and Antoine Carr. This is a team that made a final four not that long ago. Yes, it hurts when they lose a Trey Wade, when they lose a uh, Gilbert. Both both uh both players transferred out. That hurts. But Tyson Etienne is back. And that that's the one you circle and also Morris Adizi is back. Both those guys were key contributors a year ago. Etienne getting 16 points a game. That guy's a beast. Adizi 10 and a half. And then they add in Joe Pleasant from Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian was good. As Texas about Abilene Christian last year, that was a great get by Isaac Brown, who did a great job last year. They also have Dexter Dennis back. I liked his game a season ago. I think all those things, the the one the circle is point guard Craig Porter. Unproven. He is a senior. Maybe that works out. They also brought in a D2 transfer in, in, in Qua Grant. An NAIA guy, Steel Gats and Chapman. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe one of these freshmen work out. Clarence Jackson's on the bench. He Ricky Council. Those guys got solid burn and were key contributors a year ago. Wichita is going to be Wichita. I expect they'll be in the NCAA tournament. Probably on the bubble. They'll get in and they'll gonna get, they're gonna give you hell every time they play. All those top schools like Houston, Memphis, UCF. SMU, I think they're going to have help when they play Wichita state. Um, it just always is the case, especially in Wichita, tough place to win. So uh, I expect them to be right what they always do. And they'll probably overachieve and be right there. And I'll probably, I'm probably not giving them the credit <laughs> of being uh, one of the better teams in the AAC at the moment. I mean, I think I go Houston. Uh, I'm sorry. I go, uh, this would be my pecking order because I got to give it to you anyway. Memphis would be one Houston two. three. I'm going to go UCF Four SMU five, Wichita, but I'm probably fucking that up. Wichita is probably better than SMU and might even finish better than UCF knowing Wichita. They're going to finish like second or third, but I'm just saying based off the roster, I think right there, SMU is the real question mark. So I'll tell you this. Okay. How about this then? Memphis one, Houston two, UCF three, Wichita four. Although I see SMU as potentially that Oregon State team, 
After that, I'm going to go Cincinnati. So SMU, then Cincinnati. Then I'm going to take a flyer on man. I'm going to go temple after temple. I'm going Tulsa Tulane, ECU, South Florida. There you go. You heard it there. Guys, we're breaking down all the conferences on the college basketball experience. You better believe it. Tell a friend. All right. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Cause we handicap every single division. One game never had a losing season, but doing it for four and a half years. You better believe me. Patty C NC Nick Terrell Furman jr. Can't wait for November 9th. And I'm going to be doing a daily podcast six days a week talking college basketball. So subscribe, tell a friend talking best bets, talking what, what to watch each night. Uh, also subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. I mean, we got you covered when it comes to college athletics. I mean, what the sports gambling podcast network has you covered when it comes to anything. So download the SGPN app in the app store. It's free to download. And when you do that, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if that happens, take a screenshot of that review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow, show me the screenshot and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. Patty C's on Twitter, Patty C831, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Terrell Furman Jr.'s on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore the college basketball experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network. Follow all of them. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast too, as we talk college basketball, 365 days of the year and college football, every sport, really just hop in there. It's a lot of fun and come play DraftKings with us as well. We got you covered. All right. This is the college basketball experience. AAC season preview. I can't wait for November 9th. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. 